0: I'm Chris Frosted. I'm President and CEO of PurePoint Uranium Group. We are a uh, uranium exploration company operating in northern Saskatchewan in the Athabasca Basin, and uh, we're looking forward to a joyous 2024.
1: Aren't we all? Aren't we all? Well, Luke, um, to, to do that, you need to be primed and ready to go. Uh, you did a little raising uh, recently with Foran. Uh, tell us about that. Who are they? What did they come in for?
0: Well, that was a little bit. That was uh, near the end of last year. And it, yep. it, it was a non-uranium project we had, but it was one of those things that we did during the, the slow years of uranium. We uh, were looking around and picked up some other property in uh, Saskatchewan. This happened to be close to a company called Foran Mining, who's developing a mine, a copper zinc project, actually. Um, oh. Is in Saskatchewan, and uh, we we hung onto the property, did a little work on it, and while we were doing that, they continued to develop a mine, they continued to explore down to our claim line, decided that we were in their way, and uh, and so we uh, we've been talking to them and and uh, optioned the property to them, so they're uh, they're going to be working that property on our on our joint behalf, and uh, if they earn all the way up. Uh, we'll continue to hold about twenty percent, or they can buy the rest of that for lots and lots of money. And uh, but it's a it was a good little side deal. And in the process, they um, they also made a did a uh, uh, private placement with us and picked up some shares of uranium to Point in order to take advantage of the uranium cycle. So um, that was that was a decent way to end the end of the year. And then of course we did a far bigger raise uh, and raised the the money that we'll be using to do our exploration this year
1: the four, the, four, the four million right okay so um t- up the portfolio balance sheet as it were um, and and non-core assets etc so let, let's foc- let's go back to focusing on the uranium component obviously mm-hmm. very very positive market out there companies need to know how they're going to play this thing because there's going to be lots of new entrants you've got to stand out from that new crowd coming in. How do, you do it
0: yeah it's getting a little crowded out there again um, yeah well the, the, and the problem is, is really been been people can't get a hold of property uh, I mean in the neighborhood that we're dealing in is certainly a uh, it's a very uranium rich area and there's a lot of elbow not much elbow room for people to, to get in so a lot of the uh, a lot of the new projects that are getting picked up are actually just outside of the basin or they they're in other areas but people are, are truly clamoring to get into the area. Um, our projects, we've uh, we staked most of them quite some time ago, and uh, you know we kind of kept them kept them on maintenance during the during the downtime. But uh, we're we're certainly back uh, uh, back in vogue right now. So we're uh, you know between the projects we've got their location, uh, the prospectivity that they've shown to date, and of course our partners Cameco and Arano, uh I think we're in we're in pretty good stead to take advantage of this uh, this, this market.
1: Okay, so on, on paper it sounds good because you've got, you got Cameco and Arano and Hook Lake and Smart Lake. Um, you've had them there a while, but they've been sort of hands off. In this kind of environment, this kind of pricing environment, we've seen Cameco make announcements about their ability to kind of do some of their restarts. Um, they're sitting on a kind of big portfolio and, and and with GE partners like yourself. Do you expect to start seeing them actually putting money down now?
0: Well, they seem to have. They've been, uh, I mean, they continue to support this project in particular, which we appreciate greatly. Um, and Arano, Arano seems to be the one where we, we sometimes have issue with uh, with budget um, more than Cameco. Cameco is pretty open to, to find them new stuff wherever they can. Arano, and we understand their position, is really, really focused on the eastern side of the basin <clears throat> where they need feed. Um five or ten years from now. So um, you know, they, they, they mix it up. But it's 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 the nature of a partnership. We've got three different partners with uh with different objectives. Um, but in this case they continue to support this particular project just because of the way that side of the province is opening up.
1: Do you expect to sort of see the their strategies on, on that front change somewhat? Because you're sort of seeing this um this kind of geopolitical divide. You've got the cause uh, Kazason problem even are house trying to hit targets. They're kind of um, given guidance that that might be not quite what they thought but all of that's heading east right mm-hmm. you kind of got this Russia Chinese Kazakh triumvirate um you know trying to you know obviously do, do right by themselves you got the West um, talking a good game obviously you know the French have got to build, build more reactors for price like you know it's so it's getting it's getting on, uh, heavy out out there. It's exciting in terms of the demand side of things surely the Iranos of this world. Especially off the back of you know some of the stuff we've seen in Niger, etc., surely they might be rethinking the strategy.
0: I, I'm not are you, sure. Are you they seem to that.
1: They seem quite comfortable that they've got
0: a lot of reserves all around the world. I mean, they've got a lot up in Nunavut as well. Um, in Canada, they've got uh, they they seem to be quite comfortable with the fact that they've they've got lots of stuff to develop. Right. Um, Cameco, on the other hand, who also has a lot of property to, to develop or a lot of. Uh, assets to develop seems a little more little more open and keen to uh, um, throwing more money at exploration and continuing to fill
1: that pipeline. Well, I think they're both, they're both sitting a lot of pounds on the ground, but I, I guess it, what will be interesting in terms of, you know, how do they get it out of the ground sooner than perhaps they've currently got plant? Yeah. That's what everyone's going to be keen to see. For and sure. if they do, what does that do to price? Does that drive price up? Does it, does it drop it back down? I mean- it's it's kind of hard to cool out there
0: well i think we're all watching the numbers that would suggest that that nobody's going to be getting it out of the ground fast enough um you know there there are assets sitting around but oh my gosh it's uh uh it's going to be hard hitting the hitting the targets that they need to hit and particularly when you look at the numbers as to wh- where they where they believe that the supply is coming from a lot of that stuff has barely been identified let alone put into development so it's uh we're relying on a lot of smoke here to sell the reactors
1: <laughs> we are and that's the problem okay now you guys sit on a big portfolio of assets in, in and around the Athabasca basin yes. we, I'm, like you've raised some money so clearly let, let's start with what you're going to try and control and then what I want to get onto is how do you kind of manage that dilution or potential dilution mm-hmm. and, yeah, and what do you use such as the vast portfolio that you have to maybe negate that so let's start with what you're going to do with your 4 million bucks or so Sure.
0: Well, we're we're focused we're very focused on Hook Lake. I mean, that is that's the project that sits next to NextGen at Fission and and where a lot of a lot of new discoveries are being made. F3's been making some good news over there. So um, that's an area that's of interest, keen interest to us and our partners. Um, the fact, and I've mentioned this before, the fact that they really can't free up budget for anything that doesn't look like it's going to be another whale, um, certainly gives us a lot of hope in that area as well. So they sort of validate the fact that we're out there spending money. Um, earlier last year, we did start to, um, we've been working on a new area, uh, out there. We did start to come into significant mineralization and more indications that we're starting to step into something bigger. Um, the project program actually ended on that note. So, um, we're all very keen to get back out there. The drills have started, uh, maybe early next week. They're all out there now setting up, getting set up. It's been cold. But uh, that's that's where, that's where a lot of our focus is going to be uh, for the next couple of months is on Hook Lake. But we do, you know, you asked about the $4 million, We are, you know, on the heels of that because, and again, because, because we have partners on that Hook Lake project, our budgets are, are, are pretty much defined. So, you know, once we're done that, that work, uh, we have to move on to other things to keep, keep ourselves busy for the rest of the year. So we've, we schedule in. Uh, the work we'll be doing at Red Willow, the work we'll be doing at Turner Lake and other programs, other projects we have that uh, that definitely need to be, you know, advanced and, and better understood.
1: Right, but can we come to the bit about, because I, I was intrigued about, in, in difficult markets, you, it's, the game is stay alive and stay relevant and stay in the game. Yes. Right? When the markets kind of get a little bit heated like they are now, you're, you're going to be getting a bunch of inbound about have you got any assets that we could have? We wanna we wanna <laughs> step yeah. another uranium Just what we need, another uranium junior. Um but that's what's that's what's happening out there. We've received calls, lots of people spoke to receiving calls and a lot of stuff being dusted off. Yours are a little bit better, I guess, known. Do you intend to monetize those in any way in the short term? Do you need to?
0: Well, you know, again, in, in times that are good, the monetization right—we we don't have there isn't a shortage of capital right now to, to advance these projects. So, for us to uh, partner with, with other people on some of these projects isn't isn't just a financial decision alone. And absolutely, we get the same inbound calls, and we do have projects that we would you know gladly bring on partners for because in a time like this, why not throw as much money and uh, and resources as you can at getting them advanced and getting them moving along. Um, but again, we you have to be careful who you partner with. We've seen a lot of people JVing with each other or with other small little you know people trying to put a uranium bumper sticker on their on their lithium company, and it's uh, um, it comes back at you. You know they come out they go out there they spend a few bucks. They loot, They don't have the money to continue going, and they throw it back at you. So you know, we we see a lot of this recycling back and forth, and and it's not really creating value. It's not really advancing the projects. It's just shuffling money around. So you know, we we like I say, we we're more than happy to to uh, you know, and we and we have spoken with, and we continue to speak now with with other companies that where it may make sense to partner uh, from a strategic standpoint to get these things advanced. But by and large, all of the new the new uh you know the newly minted uranium companies coming to the space are they're they're a danger for us to try and partner with at, at this point because they don't have any legs yet
1: they don't and they don't have the experience and, and yeah we, we, we actually we saw that with lithium last year to be fair we saw lots of gold companies silver companies when we've become lithium companies and, and they did and that hasn't kind of worked out but it kind of feels like uranium's different it doesn't kind of feel like it doesn't behave like a commodity in a market like we're seeing, and I, I don't, I don't suspect. Well, you tell me, is this just a spike?
0: Well, no, I don't think it's a spike, and I think we can, we can, we know that from the demand numbers that we see coming in the reactors that are being built. I mean, this is a little different than it was 15 years ago. This one, this one, see, it really seems to be taking off. And then the other side of that is, is the size of the uranium market is so small. I mean, it's interesting. You, you, I think we may, the world may trade about 10 billion dollars worth of uranium a year, but there's 800 billion dollars worth of Coal produced every year, and there's, you know, three, you know, thirty billion dollars worth of tin produced every year. So it's it's a relatively small market, and and so it doesn't take a lot of money to push it around. We've said this before, and uh, when things get tight, you're going to see you're going to see things moving. So um, I don't think it's a spike. Um, I think it's 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 actually a commodity that uh, where the supply is going to become a real issue over the next few years for sure.
1: Right. so, so given that. Given that kind of that demand profile that we we all see coming with these infrastructure bills, reactor bills, SMR bills, etc., is there's a you could argue a strategy for someone like you guys sitting on, on portfolio like you are is just sit and wait until these things will can continue to increase in value, paper value. Can you afford to do that? Well, again, can you afford you know, to do that? Given the length of time it takes to build these things out.
0: I mean, this is exploration, right? We're not we're not sitting on a resource that we're gonna we're gonna throw a cover over and, and wait till it gets becomes more valuable. Um, this is exploration, and all of us exploration companies have, you know, until we have something, we have nothing. So, you know, to 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 wait for our real estate to monetize you know, monetize our real estate because it's going to go up in value. It, it's not going to go up as much in value as if we actually find something there, and if we actually develop a, a resource um, on that product. So I think this is not a time to be sitting on our thumbs um, waiting for the market to get better and better this is this is the time to take advantage of a hot market and actually put your hands on a proper resource and uh, and monetize that
1: okay so as a retail investor I'm trying to work out there's gonna be a lot of white noise coming down the there's a lot of white noise now um, very but bullish um, a lot of white noise coming down the line. I'm gonna to start to get confused if you're all you guys are all saying the same thing, is difficult to differentiate where I deploy plumbing capital and becomes a kind of crapshoot, right? Right. So what do I look for? What's important? What's not important?
0: Well, I think I think it it's it's probably easy to say that it's too hard for investors to differentiate my project and my property from my neighbor's property. Then we're getting into a lot of technical conversations that that it's gonna be a lot of hand waving, it's gonna be hard to hold up. I think I think what investors need to be looking for is is a couple of things, some longevity, right? I mean, it's it's easier to it's easier like in the same way it's easier to invest in a Cameco who's been producing uranium for a lot of years than it is someone who's going to be producing for the first time. I think it's easy to say that that if you're looking at an exploration company that has been working in the base and been working in this area for you know longer than the last three months, um, there's 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 some some comfort that they're going to be they're going to continue to be here for a long time. And and we're certainly not the only ones that have been there for the lot you know for the long haul. There's a there's a number of us out there so investors should be looking for that um and and you know we and you know I think again the partners in our case are are, are key where you see majors or or larger companies investing downstream or you you know leaning on exploration companies to do uh, their exploration for them that's certainly a good sign of validation that that uh, um, that things are going well and again I you know I would say we're not we're not the only Uh, Exploration company working in Saskatchewan, who who you know who has some some big some big brothers uh, uh, helping them along. So I mean that those are two indications that that an investor can look to um, to to get some comfort around to differentiate between what they're looking at for sure. Because there's way too much simple geography involved in the promotion of some of these things. Um, You know we we happen to be in Saskatchewan, therefore. We're going to find uranium in an hour and a half, and that it doesn't work
1: that way. <laughs> it does not. It's not a it big not. sheet
0: of uranium sitting up there in Saskatchewan. Yeah,
1: no, there, there's not. We, we know people have been struggling to actually make a discovery. So uh I know. Um, okay, with, with regards to again looking at the market, Um I think, I think I mentioned to you before before we started. I think you know the the conversation with John Gianbaglia's spru- spot. Brought Physical Uranium Trust, uh, saying they've talked to like 250 companies over the last three weeks, uh, generalists, investors, trying to educate them, brokers, you know, so they can make recommendations to their, their customers about uranium broadly, not just uranium financial products, but, you know, equities as well. There's a lot of money looking, not, do you, are you seeing that correlate into lots of money being made available, being deployed, because I'm not sure I am yet. But do you expect it to? Have you been getting a lot of inbound from? Yeah, we're seeing we're seeing investors? a lot,
0: and we're hearing a lot more. Um, um, yeah, absolutely, big ticket dollars through private placements going into exploration, a lot into exploration, a lot into, a lot into development. Like the, that, that money seems to be um, available more and more and more than than.
1: Is certainly. it new money though? I guess that's why I'm asking. Is it new money? New money. Than um,
0: you know what? I'm not sure it's the new money has really started to hit the table yet. Um, we are getting a lot of inbound calls. Uh, a lot of people just want to understand the market, as you say. A lot of funds, more generalist funds, that, that just want to sit and talk about uranium for an hour or two and get a better handle on it, because they're getting ready uh, and, and getting pressured to deploy into the market and, and looking and trying to understand where that money should be going. But it, it seems to be uh, pent up and 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 looking for looking for a place to start.
1: Right. Okay. And so, if am I going to go slightly full circle back to hook, like if am might may... Because um, it is the focus um, for you guys. Obviously, as, as a regular junior, you would be—you'd have a whole different set of priorities um, than if you have partners like deep-pocketed partners, um, as you do. Um, what? Where do they want to take that to? Because you know you—you you have a small piece of it. They, you know, they are they the lead. Here, just the drilling? How do you oh, have sure. conversations about the where, the what, and the how?
0: They're very. It's 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 a very good relationship, and the, and they're very good about the fact that if you're the operator, you're the operator. Like right. that's your job. You know, we got our we got work to do. You got work to do. So, what will I mean? The the typical uh, process is that we will start to hear a budget numbers in and around August September. Right, um, we will go in in November and we will propose the plan for the new year. Uh, they will, they will usually herd in a whole bunch of their people and, uh, you know, and throw darts at it for a while. And, uh, but at the end of the day, it's, it's our call as to what we do within, we agree more on a budget, uh, the, the technical process as to what we're going to do and where we're going to do it is, is left up to us with their input. And, uh, and then we execute, it's our people that go out there and, uh, and, and set it up right well.
1: Okay, but they, you know, obviously they are sort of joint and equal major shareholder in yourselves at what are you, twenty, twenty one percent, something like that.
0: We have twenty one percent,
1: yes, twenty one percent, right? Okay, and um, and you get a management fee for operating, etc. So for, for you guys, the management fee kind of keeps the keeps the lights on in a way, and I don't mean that in a bad way. I just mean it's like it's, it's you know it's smart. Um, where's the for you when you look at your portfolio? Where's the real value and the kind of growth? Come from either in terms of some kind of monetization event, or in terms of something which kind of builds, you know, real value for a company. Where, where you know, for, right? For a well, you know, it's,
0: it's almost it's almost as though it's a, it's a separate opportunity over there because yeah, we are exactly. we're sitting in a in a district that is that is opening up like crazy. The world has now realized in the last five ten years that there is a lot of uranium sitting on the other side of the province, and we're sitting right in the middle of it. And, and we have, um, you know, and we've got majors who are keenly interested in, in funding, finding more of it over there. And we all know that at some point in time, this stuff is going to have to be consolidated. Like as much as, as Fission and NextGen want to duke it out, um, that stuff does will never make sense to, to produce independently. And, and it may not even make sense for them to be the producer we, because these things have gotten so big. You know, they, it may require a, a much larger mining company to come in and actually put something that large into production. So there's there's lots of activity going to happen over there probably in the next five years. Um, we're in the middle of it. Um, we're a major participant. At some point in time, this thing will have to be monetized because we're certainly not going to be taking this thing into production ourselves. And, and so that's, that's the opportunity we see at Hook Lake and Smart Lake for that matter. So that's what goes on there. On the other side of the province, these are projects we all own 100% of um, and and those are opportunities that we are going to deploy more money against. Remember, it's, it's fairly inexpensive for us to operate with our partnerships because we're only responsible for 20% of the budget as well. Um, so, um, But on the other side of the province, that's our 100% owned projects. We have to be careful how we deploy money there because it's all ours and make sure that we're prioritizing in a very different fashion. So. Um, but, but that, that's a completely different opportunity for us to identify something new and big and, and, uh, and ride that up in a different way.
1: Okay. So I just want to be kind of clear, cause I think that's sort of, you know, as a reference to at the beginning, it's like, it's like staying in the game and during tough markets, 10 years of tough market sets, these deals make sense. And I think guess going for smart lake and hook lake, it's a, a, means and end. and so there's some monetization event, which then allows you to head over head east towards your, projects on the east side of the basin at 100% owned and at least start in a cash warrant. position to allow you to choose the, the, the order of play, as it were. Sure. I understand. Makes sense. Absolutely makes sense. Good. Um, but,
0: but let me almost say this, because people are always suggesting that we, we need to monetize something in order to do other work and this and the other thing. We're an exploration company. We have no revenue. The only way we raise money to put in the ground and find something new is by issuing shares. So- you know, people people get concerned about dilution in the exploration business. Well, it's, it's it's what we do. That's part of, it's part of the game. It's not even part of the game. It's part of the business. It's what we do. So yeah, get upset if a developer or producer's liquid, you know, is, is diluting the heck out of themselves. But an exploration company does and has to. That's, that's what. does, be.
1: but I guess, I guess what people are looking for, that's fine everyone should know that you're going to raise money drill raise money drill but as long as you're kind of building up an asset which has perceived future value all good right head, right in some way and part of that future value could be an exit nothing wrong with that mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. nothing wrong with that um or it could be just build something big that will be valuable to a, a another whether to joint venture with or some strategic investment or however you you want to move that thing forward whatever you do so no problem but I just want to be really clear, just with your thing, and I think you have been today about what the possibilities are with the hook Lake and smart Lake, and um, then what are the opportunity it brings you with the with the projects on the East right. into our environment, like we're seeing. So at the moment, it is pure play exploration. I get it. Um, could it be more? I don't know. I don't know if your intent is ever to you know develop something, you know, much much further along the kind of economic study phases or not.
0: But you're right. You're right. I mean, uh, the Hook Lake and the Smart Lake uh, partnerships have allowed us the stability to be in the game and to continue to be in the game to do all the other things that we need to do as an exploration company. Absolutely. So,
1: um, in a non dilutive way.
0: In a non dilutive way.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'm good. I'm good <laughs> with that. Uh- <laughs> nice. Um, no, right. Okay, just a little bit of market commentary from from you. Obviously, we're, we we we've referenced some of this geopolitics you know, out there, east versus west bifurcated markets, continuing. Hopefully, um, you know, uranium spot price and, and hopefully the term term contracts catch up as as well. Um, North America very very important. You're, you've referenced maybe some kind of roll ups in the basin. Do you see more of that happening across North America as a whole? More what? Uh, so r- roll ups uh, oh, mer- mer- okay. mergers, acquisitions. Yeah, absolutely. I think I
0: think you know I think um, especially at the development stage, right I mean this is, this is where I see some stuff getting rolled up and um, people keep asking us about the on the exploration side and it, it, it really is too tough and believe me, we've looked at it so many times over the last 10, 15 years of how do you how do you start putting these things together? Um, and, and at the end of the day, it doesn't make sense. It makes sense to put projects together, specific projects. But to take all of our, our projects and put them together with all of somebody else's projects and reprioritize everything and, and whatever, it, it never creates value for the shareholders. It, it, it doesn't make a lot of sense to me anymore. I mean, we, and again, we've looked at it a number of times. I do think that we will see, um, you know, where as, as people come up with, with good projects and, and, and these assets start to develop, they will be picked up by some of the developers for sure um and I could see some of the some of the uh, m a happening you know amongst the uh amongst the producers as well i mean we've certainly seen uec uh, get out there and pick up you know some some great assets along the way um and move in i i expect that uh, our friends at denison will be doing the same so so yeah absolutely i can see that happening but but only in the in not not an exploration I, I guess that's my my bottom line what bottom I think yeah,
1: well, something's concerning. Having said
0: that, what's, there's some interesting yeah. horse trading going on right now.
1: Yeah, you know, yeah. We, we do right.
0: see that amongst the exploration companies because I mean we're all we all know each other. We're all friendly, and it it's it's kind of like you know got it, got it, need it, and and you're 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 swapping out baseball cards here because this project makes more sense to me on my side where I am. That project makes sense over there. Can we move some of that stuff around? That makes a lot of sense, and and that's. It's allowing us, you know, and again, these are the people that have been around for a little while. It's allowing us to to uh, explore more efficiently, more effectively, um, you know, from a from a permitting standpoint, from a lot of different standpoints. It it it, uh, it makes sense, and that's it, that's good to see. There's a lot of intelligence around that.
1: It's a lot of intelligence. I think that I'm sorry. Before you go, I, I think we've seen a lot of the consolidators. Um, it, it's, it's worth more to them. In the sense that the the the, the multiples are are, sure. are there, the access to cash is there, and the perceived perceived value in scale is, is there as well. So I, 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 I'm interested to see even on the exploration side of if, if it does kind of pick up somewhat somewhat. But yeah. um, as a kind of very fractured fractured and fractious um, market in in North America, U- U.S. specifically, it'd be interesting to see how. Yeah, uh, Well, and together. because it's
0: so tight out there, I mean, from a from a staking claims sort of perspective, uh, it does get a bit checkerboardy. And if you're trying to get some elbow room around your project where things are going good, that gets tough. So, so that's where we see a lot of the the you know the, the baseball card analogy coming into play here and uh, swapping. Right. Out.
1: Okay, Chris, you, you, you've been waiting a while for this moment. Uh, I guess <laughs> yeah. there's a smile and a skip in your step. Uh, for 2024, um, stay in touch. Let us know how you get on with stuff, and obviously as so you um, get back out there in the in the field, and uh, we we'll look forward to speaking to you soon.
0: Very good. Thanks a lot, Matthew.